Hello there. It's time for most things Kenobi. I prefer all things Kenobi, but I suppose that's not the Jedi way. As long as it's not all things Anakin. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. And this week, Lauren twisted my arm, but here we are. (laughs) I watched the Lego Star Wars, uh, what is it, Summer Vacation? Yeah. (laughs) My first Lego Star Wars movie ever, after some persuasion, I watched it. And that's what we're discussing today, especially the scenes with Obi-Wan singing, dancing, and wearing a Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) Delightful. This uh, imagery of Obi-Wan in a Hawaiian shirt has taken Tumblr by storm. (laughs) Yes, Instagram, Twitter, all of it. Oh my gosh. Who thought we would live to see the day? (laughs) Well, he wears it quite well. I mean, (laughs) for a fucking toy. Okay, (laughs) it's a toy, which is why I had a problem watching it in the first place. Like I flat out said, nah, it's not my thing. I'm not watching it. And then like we got so many requests to watch it and talk about it. And like we have personal friends who are drawing amazing pictures of Obi-Wan, like real life Obi-Wan in a Hawaiian shirt. Hey, Jernan. Yeah, Um, (laughs) right. She has prints available of it now in her shop. So yeah, yeah. Go if you don't if you aren't familiar with our dear friend Jernan's art. Yeah. Number one, where have you been? Number two, go check her out on Instagram and her Etsy shop because it's for sale and it is wonderful. (laughs) She has one with the nervous talk bubble and then one without. (laughs) You can decide which one you want. It's great. And they're both handsome as hell. Really. Bicep tension with the shirt. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah, and it's tucked in, which you can see his tiny little waist, which I love, and his broad shoulders. I'm getting off. I'm getting off topic. We're already being perverts. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, you're going to put Obi-Wan. Well, first of all, Star Wars actually commented on the drawing of Obi-Wan in the in the Hawaiian shirt. Oh, yeah. That journey did. Yeah. And and like, if I may speak for her, at least paraphrasing, she's like, why the hell did this have to be? The one thing that Star Wars saw and commented on, like the Star Wars account. I was like, I, I think it's perfect. It's because so good. They gave us this gem and we're going to spend a whole episode talking about it in various fashions. So yes. I think it's very appropriate that Star Wars acknowledges the greatness that they've put out for us. I would like to say, too, that if someone somewhere wants to make that Hawaiian shirt for real, I will buy it and I will buy it extra to send to James Arnold Taylor so he can wear it. <laughs> While he's dancing and singing. Because that's the other thing we have to highlight. When Lauren told me about this and she's like, it's cute. You don't have to watch the whole... I watched the whole thing. It was like 55 minutes, right? Yeah, An hour short. Yeah, it's at really best. Short. And I didn't know where any of the scenes started or ended. So I said, fuck it. I'll just watch the whole thing. And well, it starts on the Halcyon, which is the Star Cruiser that my friends and I stayed on. So I had a yeah. little bit of interest in how that played out. It was very accurate, I must say. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, Leanne would get such a kick out of it because she's just been on the Star Cruiser. Even, like, yeah. aside from, the, like, 
ridiculousness that goes on in the episode with all these characters that we know and love. Just like the locations are somewhere you've actually been. (laughs) Yeah. And it was strangely accurate. A few things were off. They had a spa there, and we didn't have a spa, which I would have loved to have. Yeah, they had like a swimming pool. I was going to ask, did you guys have a swimming pool? Oh, no, there was no swimming pool. We had no. They had an atrium where you could go outside, and it was the climate Mm -hmm. area, um, so you could get some like fresh air. But there was no pool there. It was a meditation garden. They should do a pool. That would involve even more cleaning, and I don't think they have the time to do it. Seriously. (laughs) You know what I, I thought was kind of funny is like, um, when you guys went to the Halcyon, they kind of wanted you to dress up. It's not yes. required, right? You could go in regular clothes, but it's a better experience if you dress up. Yes, it, it's it's more immersive if you dress up. Not true cosplay, but like inspired by costumes. Right. Cause like bounding or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Disney bounding. So it's like outfits inspired by, but not immediately copied. Because they want to keep like the staff separate from the guests, right. at least. Right. Because they're in full fucking garb, like, head to toe. You don't want people coming up to the guests asking for help, like, with something with wrong the with the clues and the stuff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny because in the movie, in the Lego movie, there were some people dressed in, like, regular clothes, like, button-up shirts and flip-flops. <laughs> like... Oh, we still had a couple of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we still had a couple of those. There were a couple of dads there that didn't bother. <laughs> you know what I mean? But for the most part, everyone played the part well. But yeah, it was super cute. Uh, Finn went into the bar, the lounge, and it was, I, I, I saw our seat, like where we always hung out. Oh I gosh. saw it in there. And it's I was so like, cool. ah! <laughs> and like, the only thing that was different is Lando. Okay, first of all, I love that it was Billy D. Williams. Right? I mean, oh my God, it was so great. I just love that he's in a Lego movie. <laughs> I, know, right? I love it. He is Lando, so it was great to have him as Lando. He recently acquired the, the Halcyon, which is not something that we experienced but it was nice to have him in there it made more sense to have him yeah narrating because this is post sequels and that sort of thing right so when you went on the star cruiser it takes place during part of the sequel trilogy right so like correct it's i believe it's between uh last jedi and rise of skywalker okay because you said that leia owns the mm-hmm. sh- does she own them or what is this well, connection there I can't remember but she donated she either so she, her and Han had their honeymoon aboard this Halcyon and she also dedicated an entire star chart in the atrium that was part of the actual star cruiser itself mm-hmm. and her and the captain the Pantoran captain are good friends so she has some involvement but I don't know if she owns it or just had like some involvement in the mm-hmm. comings and goings yeah. of this specific ship. So I, I was like, oh, I, Lando was nowhere on our ship, but I'm glad he was in the movie. It was cute. Yeah, and I was going to say, when you were in the bar, did you run into Obi-Wan Kenobi's ghost at all while you were No, there? and I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you weren't drinking the right cocktail oh, no. or whatever they were Oh, saying. no, we... We drank all the right cocktails, but I was not <laughs> drunk enough to start talking to Force Ghost, and I'm pissed. <laughs> I am real pissed. I loved that the bartender said he was human cyborg libations. <laughs> yes. That human is so clever. cyborg libations. It was, listen, I made fun of it before seeing it, but you must never knock it till you try it. <laughs> Our friend Ben, 
who's been on quite a few of our uh, our support groups, he DM'd our Twitter and was like, have you watched it? I was like, nah, I have no interest. Lauren will watch it, though. So I want to apologize to Ben because I wrote it off and then uh, decided to go ahead and watch it. And I did DM him back and say, I watched it. It was adorable. It was much more precious than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be like... I mean, it's frivolous, right? It's just a fun... Yeah, it feels like one giant ad for the Star Cruiser, honestly, but... Well, sure. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, there were things that, like, I can't separate myself from, like, canon. Yeah, I know, I'm the same. (laughs) I I just need to relax and enjoy this kind of shit and not, like... Obi-Wan would have never, like, (laughs) fucked up like he did. You know what I mean? Yeah. In his scene at the bar, he wouldn't have, like, fucked up. Like, like, didn't he make a mistake and she had the... pulled her dress off and revealed... Yeah, like, like... pretty sure that would never happen. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But, oh, my God, do I love James Arnold Taylor even more after seeing this. Because it's so goofy and it's so good. I would have loved to have seen the behind the scenes of him, like, actually recording (laughs) the song and dance. Well, I don't know if he was dancing in the recording studio but the singing (laughs) i hope so too james will you let us know yeah seriously (laughs) we'll buy you a (laughs) t-shirt yeah yeah hawaiian an actual hawaiian (laughs) or if journey wants to put her art on a t-shirt i will buy that too (laughs) okay i agree to this as well I, I love when Colvett tells him to blend in and he's so nervous. He's like, uh, um, okay, and starts dancing. Yeah, that... And he's like, I'm blending in now. <laughs> so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm really, really glad they had James Arnold Taylor as the voice of Obi-Wan and Matt Lanter as the voice yes. of Anakin. And we'll get to that. That was We delightful. will get to that. <laughs> oh, boy. It was, it was cute. I love the awkwardness of it. I related to the awkwardness personally. <laughs> <laughs> and they had they had a Lego what's his name? Oh Salacious Crumb. <laughs> yes, they had a Lego Salacious Crumb and I was here for it. Yeah. And and Droopy McCool and Max Rebo and Size Noodle. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes. I was I was strangely happy to see all of the regulars back. <laughs> Because, you know, we still don't know where Max Rebo is after is Boba true. Fett. We have no sighting, no word, no update. I- I'm assuming he's fine. Rescue teams have not reported their yeah. findings. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's okay. I hope so, too. Oh, my God. I just, I, I just never... The very fact that we see... It's kind of like Attack of the Clones hair, Obi-Wan, also, by the way. like Yes, it was a mix. It was, it was long a hair. Mix. <laughs> yes, it was mullet one. Mullet one in a Hawaiian shirt on stage with the Max Rebo band. Who thought we'd ever see that? It's very Miami Vice. <laughs> His pants should have been white, though, if it was Miami Vice. Linen. White linen. Yes. So Jernan, our our dear friend Journey, could you add some linen pants to <laughs> Some white linen pants. Seersucker, nearsucker. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh Do my you God. see the creativity that this shit spawns? It's so amazing. Like, even Lego Star Wars affects people. 
<laughs> on a deeper level. It does. <laughs> I'm actually embarrassed that I, I, I didn't want to immediately watch it because it is very cute. And now it makes me want to know, like, what did I miss with the holiday special? They're not all good, though. That's the, like the holiday okay. special, again, is totally worth it to see James because he does a really funny moment as Obi-Wan as a Padawan that makes me laugh so hard every Aww. time I see it. But then the rest of it is kind of like, it was yeah. fine. Yeah, so okay. sometimes the plots are hilarious and sometimes hit her off after the first 10 minutes or so. So it's not, yeah. they're not all great. But in general, they do have like really clever humor sometimes. Like a great example is the the fact that, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but when Finn is on the beach, he builds a sandcastle. It's, oh yes. It's Vader's it castle was, made out of sand. Yes, it was. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And they little don't, shit like that. They it, don't say anything. They just sneak it in there for you to observe yeah, they or do. not. Yeah, so I thought that was really funny. Well, I really like the little lessons that were sprinkled throughout. Yeah, I actually thought they were super sweet. Yeah. Because honestly, I've been in the position of Finn's character of like, oh, I just want us all to be together and have fun, but then people go off and do their own thing. And, yeah. You know, which, strangely enough, is exactly how it works on the Halcyon when you stay at the Star Cruiser. You are not together with your group the entire time. You go off into separate things all the time. And then basically before dinner, when you have an hour, you're in the bar together. And that's like... Mm-hmm essentially the only time you get to spend yeah because you go on your separate missions right that they assign you and Mm -hmm. you go off on your own like plot line yeah i loved the little life lesson when they come back to obi-wan in the bar with finn and i love that i just love that obi-wan's ghost has changed into a hawaiian shirt oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's back in his casual clothes um yes but he said that he had his quote was, I had fun in the moment because in my experience, one never knows how long a moment will last. And I just thought that was a beautiful message. So true. Yes. It's like a kid's show. You know, the Legos are for kids. But really, that's like a very grown-up lesson to learn. I think it's hard for anyone to feel that. It's like a very important thing for all of us to try and remember. So after Obi-Wan, Finn runs into a new Force ghost when he's on the beach, which... My favorite. Made me laugh (laughs) so hard. (laughs) It was pretty ingenious how they did it. Yeah, with the scuba... Anakin's on vacation from his Darth Vader suit, but he still has the scuba gear on helping him breathe for like, for effect, if you will. Oh my God. He takes it off, right? Yeah, he takes it off. He does, because then he's talking with it off. And I'm sorry, they're on Scarif. Yes. Doesn't it seem like mildly inappropriate that Scarif is a vacation spot since so many people died on that shore? Like, you're damn right it is. I was like, that's but not But they said it was recently, it's, they said it was recently remodeled or yeah, or like, whatever. And I'm like, who did that? How? Oh my God. I thought that was. Granted, granted in Rogue One, they only destroyed like one part of the planet. So maybe it was another beach. I, I don't think so. Because the emperor later says that he wants to build the, put a this shield port here and we'll put the master switch way over there yeah that's true <laughs> that's true was really funny you know what's funny is i loved palpatine in this i thought he was spot on this is what happens when you take someone like him on vacation 
And then oh they they totally write it off. They're not having fun. You know what's crazy? When Darth Vader's trying to lighten up a little bit, you know? <laughs> He's telling Palps to lighten up, basically. And I love the part where he was getting, like, really pissed. And you could feel Vader's, like, anger boiling. Yes. Because the music gets really intense and then it, like, clears. And I was like, oh, fuck. He's going to, like... Force choke the bitch, but no. <laughs> and he's saying, like, I loved it. It's I, a swamp inside his suit. You know how awful it is? Yes, yes, suit? yes. Oh my God. I loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved Vader's little hat and his drinks <laughs> where the straw went through his, you know, triangular mouthpiece. <laughs> yes. You know, and uh, what the fuck? Weird Al is the voice of the hippie who's singing on stage. Right? It's so fucking weird. This is an all-star cast. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I just love how with Matt Lanter's voice, knowing what we know about him and Obi-Wan, or him and James, I guess I should say, doing Clone Wars, Finn tells Anakin that Obi-Wan said something about enjoying the moment. And he goes, I'm sorry, Obi-Wan said this? Obi-Wan Kenobi said this? (laughs) His laugh, oh my god, his like hysterical <laughs> snorting laugh was just the best thing I've ever heard. Perfect. It was so good. I love Matt Lanter's sense of humor because, you know, he's playing the chosen one. So he rarely oh, yes. gets a chance to kind of like be goofy. So he yeah. is, they said he was always super game to voice some, like the Kowaki and monkey lizard and like yes. do funny like squeaky noises and sound effects. That I just love that about him. Did you love when Finn said, don't give in to the dark side? And Anakin's like, eh, eventually. Eh, I mean, uh, you know. At some yeah. point. That's, I mean, it's coming. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't realize that our dear D. Bradley Baker was Boba Fett, BVRJ, and Wicket. Yes. The three characters. I was happy to have him back. I the whole too. gang was back. <laughs> I loved him when he crashes his ship, when Boba Fett crashes his ship after Obi-Wan takes yeah. him out like a badass. And he's hanging yes. upside down and he's calms Jabba and he's like, yes, I'll stop for ice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's those little elements that made this so enjoyable for me because yes. it was very relatable to any summer vacation I've ever taken or any vacation at all. You always need ice. Always. You do. I liked that they had so many Clone Wars actors in it. I think that was really fun to hear them. But to hear them doing, like, uncharacteristic performances for their yes. usual characters and voices. So that that was super fun. Absolutely. It was really fun. And it's something you can watch with your kids if you have kids and still, like, totally enjoy it as an adult. Because sometimes kids' movies, kids' shows aren't that entertaining for a grown-up. And I would say this one was... This one entertained me. I laughed out loud. Multiple times. Multiple times, yes. I was, like I said, I was pleased to, well, I was just pleasantly surprised throughout the entire thing of what a delight it was. Yeah. Other notable voices, Kelly Marie Tran was Rose. Yes. Which you said, you noticed right away, you're like, boy, that sounds like Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, I was, it was funny because I was like, whoever they hired to do Rose really sounds like her. And then I saw at the end, it was really her. I was like, oh, well, that, that explains it. We also had, okay, so the the voice of Vader himself was Matt Sloan. So we have two Matts. Matt Lanter is Anakin and Matt Sloan is Vader, which is kind of strangely appropriate. There's a nice symmetry there. Uh, I thought the voice actress who did Princess Leia's voice was pretty good. It was very Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Um, Her name is Shelby Young. And she did a great job as, I mean, she had like, 
I was going to try and imitate it. I'm not going to. But she had that throatiness that <laughs> mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher had. Yes. You know, later in life. And that was very good. Yeah. She did. She was able to do the. That's the other thing. Some of the. Like, James is a good example. And it's like they do the older voice and the younger voice slightly yes. differently. So yes. you can hear the age difference. I thought that was really good. And Han. I thought the guy who yeah. did Han's voice was really pretty close. It was a good. He it really was had pretty good. The, like, timbre down. It was really good. The voice actor who played Han is Ross Marcon. I'm not familiar with him, but he did a good job. Me neither, but he did an excellent job. I thought he did a real good job. My least favorite part of the movie was probably the Ben Solo bits. Not because I didn't enjoy it, but because the first two acts, if you will, yeah. were so good that the last one, it was nice to see, you know, like um, Andor again. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, it wasn't It wasn't anything that special. I felt the same. I kind of, it, it kind of like, again, like it petered off. Basically after yeah. Anakin, and then it was kind of like, ah, okay. It was cute. <laughs> One thing I didn't like was uh, the voice of Ray. I thought it was, like, way too deep. Yeah, it was... They didn't have her speak a lot either, and I wonder if that was on purpose. <laughs> Ray didn't have a lot of lines in the in the episode. She was you know asleep I mean. next to the pool for a large portion of it, dreaming of porgs. With cucumbers <laughs> on her eyes in the heat, that makes sense. You know, it's what she's used to, the heat and everything. Did you like the scene with BB-8 with a towel wrapped around his head and a cucumber on his eye? Oh, yeah, I loved it. (laughs) Oh, my. One cucumber over his one eye. It was adorable. And I want that as like a plushie. Me too. Oh, my God. Especially with the towel wrapped around the head. Yeah, the towel wrapped around the head. (laughs) Like, is it covering his one or two antennas? Is that like... (laughs) I, I mean, I know it's supposed to be like hair, but it's adorable. But it's the one cucumber over the one eye. Yes. Like, oh, it was cute. It was very clever. I thought that was adorable. Did you happen to notice that Chewie had a Brazilian blowout even as a Lego piece? <laughs> I did not notice that. Because I definitely checked to make sure the bitch had a Brazilian blowout in honor of the Brazilian he had when we were on the Star Cruiser. And he most certainly did. Excellent. He most certainly did. So he's represented properly. Okay. Good. Absolutely. i really loved the little lego bantha oh me too i want one (laughs) i know and here's the thing i was so afraid something was gonna happen to it because banthas are like so disposable in star wars at this point and i I hate that i do too hashtag save the banthas okay (laughs) you make a shirt (laughs) that looks like a pita shirt A PETA shirt was Save the Banthas. Yes. (laughs) Don't sue us, PETA. We're just suggesting we're not going to do it. Um, (laughs) But for real, like, I was afraid. Because, you know, in The Mandalorian and in Boba Fett, they're pretty fucking disposable. But this one lasted because, you know, kids show, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess. But it was adorable. Well, what was your favorite part of the entire movie? (laughs) I don't know. I'm like... Torn. I mean, Obi-Wan in a Hawaiian shirt is like the default because it does not get any better than that. Yes. It really doesn't. Yeah. I think I think the thing I loved the most was the moment, besides Matt Lanter's laugh, which was just the most delightful thing ever, was when <laughs> when Colvett told him to blend in and he was like trying to dance. I am that person. So <laughs> I just so related. I'm like if you take me to a bar, I sit in the back and sip my drink brooding <laughs> yeah. in the back. Like, I can go to a bar by myself <laughs> with a book and be just fine. That's That was my favorite part. What about you? I think Palpatine and Vader just <laughs> trying to enjoy themselves 
Like an old, failing. old married couple on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed. I was I was most pleasantly surprised by how <laughs> delightful Palpatine, well, the Emperor was. <laughs> <laughs> So really quickly, before we ask our audience question, I wanted to take a moment to thank each and every person who has ever rated us either on Spotify or Apple. I checked our ratings yesterday and they're so favorable and we really appreciate you guys so much. And all of our reviews. Definitely. Our reviews, I read through them all on Apple and they're so kind, so generous, just so loving and Thank you so much, everybody. We really, really, we see you and we appreciate you. Every single one of you, thank you. Because we know we always say, if you like the podcast, feel free to rate us. And you have. And we, we really appreciate it. Thank you. For the question this week for our audience, what was your favorite moment from the Star Wars Lego summer vacation? Is there any part of it you would have liked to live through yourself? (laughs) Yes, I love that. I would have liked to have seen a Force Ghost of Obi-Wan in the cantina on the Star Cruiser. I guess I'll have to go back and get a little bit more tipsy. (laughs) All right, next week's episode. It's episode 66. So, surprise, surprise, we're talking about Order 66 on episode 66 with emphasis on the clones. What we know, what we don't know, what we've seen so far as evidence of Order 66. There's a lot to delve into. We'll touch on, Mm -hmm. you know, all of the things we've seen, all of the Star Wars media we know. We're getting more and more, you know, with each release of stuff. There's a lot. Yeah. So join us. We aren't celebrating Order 66. We're just discussing it. Last week on the show, we discussed the Andor trailer that just came out a few weeks ago. And we are hyped about Andor. We cannot wait for it to come out. And we asked our listeners what they were excited to see in the upcoming show. Our dear friends at the Moisture Farm Report said, Since K2 won't be there, hopefully it picks up the baton from Lola and Ned B with some more great droids. And we totally agree. We really, really, really hope K2 will make an appearance at some point in the show. But if not, maybe they'll give us another new sassy droid. And our friend the Agent Fulcrum said, Is it bad? I'm hoping for a callus somehow to be in it so we can have two Fulcrums working together. Considering your username is the Agent Fulcrum, this comment does not surprise me at all, and I love it. How freaking cool. What if Ahsoka was there and then we could have three Fulcrums together? I think I would straight up die. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for your support. And if you'd like to support the podcast and become a patron yourself, head over to Most Things Kenobi Patreon, and there's three tiers. You can have your choice. We thank you so much. And as always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, like we always say, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple, and we thank you for that as well. And if you need just one place to find all these things, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always.